Welcome to the Business Finance Bulletin, episode 200. Welcome again to the latest Business Finance Bulletin with me, Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services, the commercial finance expert. Yes, here we are, episode 200. Who would have thought it? Well, I've really enjoyed bringing all of the previous 199 episodes to you, all packed with information, tips and ideas on raising finance and dealing with banks. I know from feedback from people via the YouTube channel, the podcast channel, and also clients face-to-face and on the phone that people have really found it useful. Well, here's to the next 200 and who knows, another 200 after that as well. Let's see how long we can keep going. Well, in this bulletin, what will I be covering? I'll be looking at the latest corporate insolvency figures and what actions you can take. Report reveals the extent of overdue payments by large firms and business planning made easy. Now, whilst this is the 200th episode, which means we should be happy and glad, unfortunately, to kickstart this bulletin, I got some depressing news. We're looking at the latest figures released from the insolvency service as regards the number of businesses that went into insolvency in 2017. In total, there were 17,243 businesses that entered into insolvency arrangements during 2017, and that was an increase of 4.2% on 2016, so a deterioration there. However, when we look quarter on quarter, the news is not quite so bad. If we look at quarter 4.17 compared to quarter 3.2017, there was actually a reduction in the number of firms that went into insolvency, the reduction being about 17.2%. When we look at quarter four 2017 compared to quarter four 2016, the reduction there has been 10.9%. So you can see quarter on quarter, there's actually been some improvement. But of course, these figures don't take into account any impact now in 2018 as a result of the Carillion collapse, where no doubt there will be a number of firms that won't be able to weather that particular storm. Now, um, what are the actions you can take from this? Well, the key message is, of course, about taking early action, making sure that you've got regular manager information so you can spot trends early enough where perhaps margins are coming under pressure or your sales are declining. So actively use your manager information. Of course, making sure that you're tackling and addressing early overdue invoices to make sure you don't get caught out. The key message is, if you are finding yourself in a tight corner, make sure you take the appropriate advice from a licensed insolvency practitioner. If you want to know where your local practitioner is, just go along to your favorite search engine and type in insolvency practitioner, and there you will find your local firm. So please, do take action early, and don't be one of those 17,000 firms. In my previous bulletin, episode 199, I mentioned that there is now renewed focus on late payment, particularly following the Carillion collapse. Well, one tool the government has in its toolkit in order to tackle late payment is the duty to report requirement. Now, the duty to report formed part of regulations introduced in April 2017, focused on larger firms, where now every six months they are required to reveal what their payment practices are, typically how many days it's taking for them to settle invoices. Um, The latest and first reporting requirement ended in November 2017, and the Chartered Institute of Credit Management has taken a look at the figures to see what they reveal. And the Institute has found out that on average in that period, the average number of days it takes to pay an invoice is 39 days, with 51% of firms saying that they pay within 30 days. 
33% of them say they pay within 31 to 60 days, and 15% of them say they take more than 60 days. But more worryingly, 27% of them say they are paying overdue, outside of terms. And of course, that's having a major knock-on effect for many businesses. Of course, 27% of them being overdue outside of terms is a big figure. So be interesting with this uh, report now, just having uh, released its first six-month figures, what it's going to look like over the forthcoming six months. And hopefully, firms, when they see that they are being named in shame, will start to take action and pay people on time. The latest um, new small business commissioner um, had just come out and said that he wants to see a cultural shift in late payment. The government doesn't want to legislate. They just want to see firms self-regulating. Well, let's see if that works. One set of workshops that I always look forward to delivering every year is on behalf of Cardiff University. And it's always held towards the end of January, early February every year. And I run a series of three workshops for the International MBA programme focused on business planning. It's all helping the students there work towards a business planning presentation even at the end of February, um, where they'll be presenting their business plans and ideas to a host of business leaders, and um, where we critique them and just give them feedback on whether we think the plan is investable. Well, part of these workshops that I run and say is all around business planning, and I held the first of them this week, and we looked at reasons why business owners don't write business plans and the benefits that business plans bring. Now, one of the objections that businesses always come up with when we're talking about plans is the fact that I just don't know what to include in a plan. And in these sessions, I break down on what really makes a good business plan. But I thought I'd share with you, first of all, a kind of headline of what a good business plan looks like from our list perspective just to make it very much easier for people to understand what a business plan is. Now for me there are four components of a business plan. Yep that's it, four. The first component is where you've come from. That's your background, what brings you here today, your skill set. Then chapter number two is where you are now. It's describing what your business looks like today in terms of the products you sell, the markets you service, the type of customers you have. The third element of the business plan is where you want to be. And this is where you start painting a picture of what the business looks like in one year, two years, three years, five years time. And then the fourth aspect, which perhaps is probably the most crucial bit, is what actions are you going to take to get there? Business plans should be action orientated, full of actions that you're going to take in order to help fulfill your vision. So I just thought I'd share that quick overview of what a business plan is, because sometimes it can be difficult to think about what do I include in it. Well, as I said, there only need to be four components, where you've come from, where you are now, where you want to be, and how you're going to get there. We are at the end of the 200th episode. As ever, I hope you enjoyed it, and I look forward to being with you for many more episodes to come. So as always, have a great, successful, and profitable week. I look forward to being with you next time. Bye-bye now.